0: Welcome back, Richard. It's it's good to see you this morning.
1: You know, halfway through January, right? Just about um, flying by 2024. is going to get ahead of you.
0: It, it is flying by. And, you know, um, as fast as time is going, you know, our, our conversation today is going to be about technology and how fast technology is moving. Speaking of not being able to keep up with something. Right. So we've yeah. all heard about like ChatGPT, and and all of this ai uh all this ai business out there that you can you can type in a couple of words into a into the the engine and a few seconds later you can have a you know a 10 page paper written on whatever topic really you want and right. um but interestingly um this this is starting to filter into So many other aspects of the world. I don't know if you saw this, Richard, and and we didn't talk about this uh, sort sort of in our our pregame prep uh, for this podcast. But um, did you have you seen the the congressional hearing where a um, one of the uh, congressmen um, played a video or played an audio and it was him making a speech, but he had not made that speech. It was, they put it into AI and that AI created, used his voice, his likeness to create the speech. Right.
1: It, you know, I think about uh, evolutionary psychology. You know, we, we've spent th- tens of thousands of years getting good at recognizing things. And now what you see may not be real, right? Which, which is going to be a huge shift uh, for us because we've spent, tens of thousands of years developing this ability and all of a sudden it's going to change. Yeah. That's what happened here. You know, my, my, my sister sent this to me um, just hours before we did our last podcast. So I couldn't do much about it, but she, she sent this to me and she said, have you heard about this? Um, She knows what I do. And the title of the article that she sent to me was character.ai, young people turning to artificial intelligent therapist bots and I I thought wow um but it's from the BBC so I thought well maybe yeah maybe it hasn't reached here yet right but I guess what this does this character dot AI and I did look it up it allows you to talk to somebody in real time right um you want to talk oh. to Harry Potter you want to talk to Taylor Swift you yeah. want to talk to Babe Ruth um, yeah. You can have it. You go on this thing. It's like a, it's like selecting a, a, a it's like a jukebox with people instead of songs. You go in, you select who you want to talk to, and you have a conversation, okay? right? And about, about whatever you want to have a conversation about, whatever you want to talk about. So it's about a chat, and they chat means chatter. Um, it's it's a talk with a therapist. She asked me what I thought, and I said, "Well, BBC. So maybe it's only in England." And I, of course, no. Um, if it's in England, it's here, you know, uh, these things go viral very quickly with young people and it's young people who are using it. And what the article does, and if you're, you're interested, it's, it's in the show notes. It explains what a chat bot is and a chat bot is chat bot. Bot is short for robot and chat is short for chatter. So you have, you talk to a robot. That's what chat means. Um, And you Bernie, you told me you signed up for Chat GPT.
0: Yeah. Right? I haven't really used it much anymore. Uh, right. But yet, but um, but yeah, I, I I signed up at the OpenAI.
1: Right. And for those of you who want who are interested, Chat GPT, you've heard of it. Chat is short for chatter. GPT stands for Generative Pre-trained transformer. So that's the program that makes it possible for it to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's a they call it generative AI, and people are people are afraid of generative AI. You don't need to be afraid of this. It's not creating something. Um, most of us already use generative AI. We don't realize it. But when you do a text and it puts that next word in, right? That's what it's doing. It's generating the next word. Um, so there's there's nothing mysterious about this. Um, Alexa uses right. this very same. If anybody has Alexa, so you're many of us are already using this technology. We we just didn't realize it.
0: Yeah, and it gets smarter the more that you use it, so right. it gets more right. accustomed to the words that you would use, and so the the recommendation for those next words or whatever get get better and better as you as you use it.
1: Yeah, yeah um, um, a few years ago there was a program called Dragon, mm-hmm. and we used it to dictate notes, and it would learn your accent or it would learn the words right. that you frequently use. It wouldn't recognize them the first time but it was able to recognize them as you use them. This Mm -hmm. is very similar to that, but you can generate if if you're, if you're texting and you you can generate a word, but you can also generate a text. You can generate an image or you can generate a video. You know, you can, you can choose, choose whichever one you want. Um, Most of us know chat GPT because it can write term papers. Um, You talk to any high school kid and they will tell you everybody's using it to write papers. Um, And you, we saw a lot of, plagiarism uh, in the news recently. Um, But we typically we think of it as generating text uh, in term papers, but it also generates conversation. I mean, it's, it's, it's an easy switch from text to conversation. It's the same thing. It's just in a different form. The other thing that I didn't realize is there are 300,000 chatbots on messenger, the, um, um uh, meta uh what facebook company um messenger and there's already 300,000 so these things are you ubiqu- big they're all over the place okay mm-hmm. and if you want to know about chat gpt if you're mm-hmm. interested in it we put a little article in there about what uh, explaining chat gpt yeah what we're going to talk about today though is character.ai what is this thing that you can because you can talk to a therapist right okay so we want to talk about character.ai
0: Yeah, it's, and what that is, is it's a real, it's a pretty popular platform where, as you kind of alluded a moment ago, you can go in and you can put in a a keyword, you can put in um, something to say who you want to talk to. Um, So you could say, you could identify a character or a person or um, a a profession like psychology or therapist or something like that. And so you you... And what it does is it affords you the opportunity to talk with that person or that that professional or that character. Um, it, it, it's all AI, so it's not a real person, of course. Um, it's not even a real person pretending to be someone else. It's the, it, it's com- completely computer generated, right. and but because the the voice recognition and everything has gotten to be so powerful, anything you say to the program. It can identify what you're asking or what you're saying, and it will respond in much the same way that you know Chat GPT will via text. It will respond verbally in the in the tone or or whatever voice of whatever it is that you requested. And so right. you have this very interesting now phenomenon where people would type in something like um, one of the most popular, one of the most common things is they'll type in psychologist. Right. And they will have therapy with a chatbot. <laughs> you know, now, Bernie, you, you're far,
1: you know more about this than I do. There was, you can use our telephones, our cell phones do this. Mm-hmm. You know, who was the, who was the most popular singer in 1955? Right. Well, your cell phone recognizes and knows the meaning of, of those words. Right. And so it just goes to the internet and it grabs it and pulls it back and it tells you. So right. we have been using this, or you go to Alexa, Alexa, turn on the Rolling Stones. Well,
0: they know what the. You just, you just uh, made everybody's house go crazy because now Alexa is listening and. It's going to turn on Rolling Stones,
1: right? right? Because Alexa knows what Rolling Stones means mm-hmm. and it goes and gets it and presents it to you. Okay. Right. So th- that's that's the kind of technology that we're talking about. It's not mysterious but you're right. The name of this program is psychologist. So you're going to have a conversation with a therapist who was, who was coming to you via AI, right? Artificial intelligent therapist. And there happened to be 475 such bots with words like therapy, therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist in their names. So there's hundreds of these AI therapists out there just waiting for you to contact them.
0: Yeah, and and now now certainly some of them are just entertainment. You know, sure. it's just you know they're not very um very professional or women mm-hmm. or anything like that. But then there are those who you know are really there, and people are using it in a way to again receive therapy. And and I think you mentioned that you know this is especially popular with with younger folks. Who um, and and teenagers and, and young adults, where they're going to using these kinds of uh, chatbots to um, ask it, how, you know, it'll ask how you're doing, or it will um, you, you will ask it a question, or you'll start talking to it, and it will perform um, sort of a, a a a an artificially intelligent um, designed therapeutic um, experience, and I, I think it's so interesting because you know this is a case where artificial intelligence and we talked about this before where artificial intelligence is certainly progressing faster than we can think about things from an ethical or legal um absolutely perspective yeah, yeah we
1: were yeah we can't get ahead of this um the technology there's some word for that i think uh, alexander turing had some term for that that the technology in fact it's called i think it's called the turing test um technology just evolves too quickly for us to keep up with it you know so um so but i think there's a good message there and that is don't panic yet because nothing mysterious is happening here this is technology that all of us are already using right right? so when i heard about the therapist the the these rub these bots Mm -hmm. i was a little bit concerned but then when i looked into it when you look into it, you say, "Okay, this is this is technology that all of us are already using. Nothing to be afraid of." But, but, should we be where should we be concerned? Is, right. is there any because uh, there's a program called Therapist. It's one of the uh, chatbots. Uh, it has 12 million messages. So s- somebody's using this stuff. I mean, right. people, people are already accessing it, and I'm guessing we're talking about young people. I think we're talking about the age range about 16 to 30, Mm -hmm. um, they're using these programs and they're going to use them. So should we be concerned?
0: Yeah. And and I think it's a great question because, you know, we we did a podcast um, a few months ago on uh, Dr. Google. Right. And what we were what we expressed in that podcast is is our concerns as it relates to the way in which people use Google for diagnosis, uh, right. for diagnosis to, you know, they'll, they'll put in symptoms and Google will, you know, shoot out some um, diagnostic impressions right. or mm-hmm. uh, things to, to, to look at it. And right. the, the research has demonstrated that that actually most of the time Google's wrong um, is incorrect. It's, um, you know, it, it, it tends to pull out sometimes the most random um, and, and actually oftentimes rare Conditions, um, but it will you know it'll look like you. So people will come in with all of these diagnostic impressions, and it's just from their searches online. So we have to recognize that these chatbots really are just doing the same thing. You know, right. th- this is this is just a, a verbalized um, Google search. Exactly right.
1: Then that's how you have to think of it. You know what you're yeah. doing. What you're doing with Google. This is doing the same thing, except it's in spoken language rather than written language. Instead of text, written text, it's in spoken language.
0: Yeah, and and that, and that that makes I, I think that on one hand, so it's just the same thing as we've been dealing with for for however long we've been dealing with it. But on the other hand, it does make it a little bit more concerning because you know people tend to um, put more. Credit into things that are verbally said because it's going to, you know, let's just, if we're just being very honest, right? At some point, the person is going to sort of forget the idea that they're just talking to a robot. Exactly. You know, because I mean, the, 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 you know, back in the day, you know, whether it was Alexa or, or, or who, Siri or whoever, they, um, it sounded very robotic. It sounded very, you know, it was clear that it was computer-generated and now it's not. Now it's sounding like a real person. Right. And so the the more real it sounds, the easier it's going to be for us to forget that we're just talking to something that's just gathering information from the internet and just spitting it out. Not really any clinical expertise or anything. It's just connecting using keywords and connecting things and giving you information.
1: And that's exactly what happens when you call a bank or you call a company. You're right. you're getting a robot. I mean, that's not a that that person's voice. They're just recognizing. You know, can you tell us what you want to talk about? And you say, I want to talk about my bill. Well, it it gen, then it goes to that
0: category. So we're
1: already using this,
0: which is why sometimes you'll say something. They'll say, Sorry, I didn't recognize that. That right. you know. It's because it's those are are trained within a confined, finite um, domain, and you know mm-hmm. it's only going to recognize certain words. This is something that is much more expansive, so it's going to recognize most many more words, and it's just, so it's just going to pull more information.
1: That's right, and that, that's what it does. It it recognizes many more words. It has a bigger vocabulary. Okay, right. but it's the same. It's the same basic idea. Yeah. Um, now you talk about diagnostic. Uh, applications. Like you go in and say, I can't find my car key. I lose my car key. Should I be concerned? Um, So then it'll give you some information or I feel this way. I have chronic headaches. What what could be wrong with me? Mm -hmm. And so it goes to the headache file and grabs all that information. There are also um, therapy apps. And I have to confess that I haven't really um, analyzed, studied any of these in any detail, so I hate to talk too much about them, but there could be useful therapy apps as well as diagnostic apps. Um, I just have to do a little bit more work and see which ones of these are reputable, which ones are good, which ones are worth using. Yeah, um, I just can't can't speak to it as much right now until I get more information about them.
0: Yeah, I, I think that I, I think you're right in that we we have to. We we have to remain open to a lot of this stuff, right? Because um, because it's out there and it's going to be used. And you know, if we shut off and we say no, you know, this is this is useless stuff. Um, let's just ignore it and it will go away. Well, first, it's not going to go away. And, and second, the more that we ignore it, the more uh, out of sorts we're going to be when we're talking to somebody who who has used it. Or you know, you know, in the very least, let's know the strengths and, and benefits or, or strengths and weaknesses of the different strategies. But I do think that it's it's they're useful because in in ways that, you know, it will sometimes provide us with ideas or thoughts or things to consider that we had not considered before. Right. You know, some of us um, and you and I both know, um, uh, have worked with a number of people in the past who, you know, any any problem they see, um, anything they see is a nail. And so, if all, if all you have is a hammer, <laughs> every everything is a nail. Problem. And and so right. they they just see it the same way every time. And so, you know, some of these kinds of um, bots or some of these uh, types of strategies apps will maybe expand people's um, clinicians' thoughts and, and how they're seeing some of their their patients and some of their situations. Um, so I think you're have absolutely to right. It.
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, there's there's a treasure trove of information out there it's being organized for us so we should take advantage of that i think it i think it comes under the heading of let, let, let's not let's not be too hasty right. as we move into this world there's nothing to be afraid of we've used this technology alexa uh help desks uh doctor google we, we, most of us are already using this technology right. i think it's a matter of using high quality programs and i think that's one of the ethical concerns um, using high quality programs, using them appropriately, and using this stuff to supplement what a psychologist or therapist is doing. It's not going not replace the therapist, but supplement and make the therapist better. I think that this technology can make me a better therapist.
0: Right? Yeah, because I, I don't know that right. you know one of one of the things this this isn't a secret about therapists or anything like that. But you know, one of the things that we do is we try we work to pull information from um from the the various meetings and sessions that we have with patients and so right. you know we as time passes as we the more that we you meet with a patient the better you know the patient and the mm-hmm. better the more history that you have and the more consistency or inconsistency you can see in how they talk about things and so and all of that is used to inform our diagnostic recommendations or, or impressions or our, our, our therapeutic recommendations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know that these bots do that because you go in and you talk to it one day and it's going to give you a some response based upon what you're saying that day right. but then you come back two days later and you're you're feeling different you um you know something else is going on and you talk to it and it could give you the exact opposite recommendation because right you're feeling different. It's not going to necessarily I, I don't know that it's going to necessarily remember that, you know, two days ago you were going mm-hmm. through this. And so this recommendation today should be different. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, yeah, you're right. It, it's not going to replace a, a an, an actual human therapist or, or we should be careful to to not allow it to replace an actual human therapist. Um, But it can be adjunctive. It can be helpful for both the patient and the therapist in, in managing some, you know, coming up with right. some other recommendations and other ideas. Right.
1: No, but I think, I think the technology as it exists, as it currently exists, probably very useful for practicing strategies. I think there's a lot of workbook like things that you, that we're able to access now. Um, and, and I think there are, rather than giving a personal workbook, you're sending them to a website, which gives them activities and exercises and homework we all know about psychologists, therapists giving homework. You yeah. can do your homework online, you know, and and so I, I think it's, it, it could provide um, that. Second, it's the other part about this, these programs is they're available 24 hours a day. So if your patient wakes up at two o'clock in the morning and is having a panic attack, they can go to these websites and, you know, somebody can work through it. They're not going to call their therapist at two o'clock in the morning, but they right. might, but they're not going to call a real person at two o'clock in the morning, but they can look it up. So again, that's I think valuable. I don't think they work as well with severe true mental illness. I think if you have if you're meant if you have a mental illness, uh bipolar disorder, or borderline personality disorder, you're probably gonna to have to work with a real therapist because I don't think any of these programs are sufficient to deal with true mental illness. If you're ha- if you're a little sad, if you're struggling with the holidays, you're having what we would call an existential crisis. Uh, there's probably nothing wrong with these things. You might get good advice from them, okay? But if you have if you have a serious mental illness, you're going to need to see a professional. Uh, they can't these they can recommend what medications are used for depression, but they don't have the clinical skill to choose the medication that works best for you, right? Okay? So. So there are things that I don't think they're able to do. Absolutely, it would be useful take a person who's homebound, yeah, for whatever reason, maybe a chronic illness. Well, once again, I would rather they access therapy online than not access therapy at all. Because right, that's good. Good use.
0: Yeah, I think that this is this is how it reminds us <laughs> that so much of uh, of this technology, you know, exploded truly as a result of, of the COVID pandemic. Right. Right. Um, you know, as we became more, um, you know, with the idea of quarantining and and being distant from other people, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, thinking about the last four years, this is when, you know, chat GPT and all of these AI bots really started to explode because, um, you know, people needed some way to interact. They needed, you, you know, they, started putting this information together so you're right it, I think it could be useful for people who are homebound or who don't have access to therapists
1: yeah you take people who live in rural areas you know like you live in there's there isn't a therapist within three hours of where you live well now you at least you have access to some therapy is it as good as a probably not but at least you have access you know so what we're concerned I, I have a couple of concerns one is um, who's developing these you know are there there's no regulation? I mean, these things just appear. Nobody's testing them. Nobody's betting them. So I think it becomes the obligation of the therapist or psychologist who plans to use them to make sure you're using uh, reliable, useful information. The Mm -hmm. other thing I worry a little bit about is that if you go onto these sites, you're identifying yourself as having something. Mm -hmm. Will Will the person managing the site sell those Sell your data to somebody else,
0: right? Yeah, and, and how is that going to be used in other sources, other um, right, you know, other other bots? You know, I mean, are you, you going to go into some of these apps and talk about depression or feeling anxious about something, and then all of a sudden you're going to start getting you know Amazon recommendations for things related to that, or um, you know you're going to start getting Facebook uh, things on Facebook that that are related to it and all raising that suspicion that, you know, all of these things are intermingled and your information is just out there. Um, and sometimes you're, you're putting information.
1: it information. That's right. If you, you know, that, that's my biggest concern is that you're now identifying yourself as somebody who has a concern about a mental illness. Is this just between you and the chat bot or is this going to go somewhere? Because now it's on the internet, right? And are you going to start getting ads for medication, for therapists, for um, residential treatment centers? Is your suddenly your mailbox going to be flooded with? And we don't that I don't know, um, right. but that's a concern that I have: is who's regulating this? Who's making sure that this information remains private?
0: Right. Yeah. There, there's no. There's no HIPAA. These chatbots don't have any HIPAA. Um, regulations so and it yeah. could be argued that hey man you put it out there you knew
1: this you did it but you did it voluntarily so now you you know
0: at, at some point you're going to click that you understand the terms and conditions and right. <laughs> that's right you're going to say yes are you reading are and you I reading agree, right
1: you're going to hit the i agree button without reading the fine print and you're not going to understand the fine print if you do read it right. so i mean let's be you need to be an attorney to understand most of those so I think there's there are those concerns that we have, but I think in total, I think that it's probably useful technology that we should learn about it. We should learn how to use it. Um, there are always caveats, there are always warnings, but I think that there's there's stuff here that we should uh, try to take advantage of.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. You mentioned something earlier that uh, we that I want to emphasize a little bit more. You talk about the limitations of the information on the internet um chat GPT only goes back to 2021 or 2022, right? That's what's that, that's what it accesses. Okay. Now it will continue to add 2022, 2023 to it. But right now when you access these things, you're only going to access what's in the system, what's in the memory banks. Okay. And so you may not be getting the latest or the most accurate information. So you you need to recognize that too, that there are some limitations here, even with the amount you're you're not getting up to the minute information, you're getting what happens to be stored in the system. Right. So that would, that would be a limitation, but by and large, I think on balance, although it it was scary at first to think that I'm going to do therapy with a, with a robot, um, that's really not what's happening, and there's probably some useful stuff here that we ought to be taking advantage of.
0: Absolutely. So we'll we'll keep everyone updated as we learn more and as more becomes available, uh, because you know what we we know that more is going to become available. It's going and, to keep growing. So that's
1: right. You, and you can't no, you can't ignore it. I mean, that that would be the biggest mistake is that you just ignore it or you throw the baby out. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, there's there's stuff here that we should we should be using and taking
0: advantage of. Absolutely. All right. That's it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.